In this presentation, we will take a look at an example of present value of cash flows for a capital investment. Here is our data set. We're going to have a rate of the 12%. We have our years zero through five years. We're going to say that our cash flow is going to start off with a negative cash flow as if we have an investment. So this would be the initial investment, the cash flow being negative. And then we have the cash flows positive portions. Year one, two, three, and four, 40,000. That's going to be the return on the investment or positive cash flows from the investment. And then year five, 70,000. The 70,000, including 40,000 for the return, as well as a salvage value for, we're going to say we're selling the equipment at the end for the difference, that being the 30,000. When we consider a data set such as this, the question is, well, how are we going to present value this? What we would like to do is take all of this information and pull it back to the current day, to the current time period currency, so we can measure all of this information, all these different dollar amounts, in terms of the same measurement in terms of time period as of today, the present time period, time period zero. Now, there's a couple ways that we can do this within present value type of calculations. One we could present value each year. I can look at each year and say, hey, look, these years are different. The cash flows are different. Anytime that is the case, then I'll just take the cash flows for each year, use the present value of one as opposed to the present value of an annuity for each year and, that, and then add those together. That will give us the present value. That's going to be one approach, actually a very effective approach. If we have something like Excel, also gives us more detail than another type of approach or other types of approaches would. However, if we're doing this by hand, then of course calculating the present value of each year can be a little bit cumbersome. If we're doing it in Excel, not very difficult at all. We can do that quite quickly and it might be the best way to go because it does give us more information. What we can also do is say, okay, can I break this out into a shorter type of calculation in some format? So we could look for an annuity type of calculator in this data set. For example, we can see these items are an annuity. So we've got one, two, three, and four. They are going to be in the format of an annuity. We have the same payments, the same time periods. We could even extend it to year five and say there's a 40,000 that's an annuity payment. And then the 30,000 is going to be over and above that that we can calculate as a single sum. So that's one way we can approach this data. We could say, how can we minimize the calculations that we need? Well, we can take the first year or year zero as a different data set. It is what it is because it is as of this point in time. It's the 150,000. We could take the one through four and think of it as an annuity, calculating it with an annuity type of format. And then we could take year five and we can calculate as the present value of one. That's one way we can break this out. If we take a look at that, we can say, all right, with year zero, and it is what it is, it's the 150,000, that's gonna be the initial outlay. It is what it is because it's as of this point in time, we don't need to present value it, it is at the present value. Then we could take a look, take a look at year five, year five being the other year that we're gonna to have to break out separately and present value year five, present value year five back to the current time period. We're not gonna go through the present value calculations here. We're gonna go through the approach with this presentation. Remember, we could calculate it three different ways. We're using the present value of one. We could do that with a formula. We could do that with the use of tables or we can do that in Excel. If we were to use Excel, that would be the easiest way to do it, the most efficient way to do it. We'll have an Excel example problem to go and show those calculations as well, but you could test any of those ways if you so choose. 
we run the present value for year five, bringing it back to year zero, that gives us 39,720. Then we can think of these items, one through four, as annuities. So we can calculate it as an annuity. Again, there's three ways we can do it. We can use the annuity formula. We can use the annuity tables, present value annuity tables, or we can use Excel and just do one calculation for these time periods. So time periods one through four, then we can have one calculation that will take all those back to the present value because they have an annuity. And then if we were to, to sum that up, then we're going to say that the present value is 11,214. The cash flow is 80,000. In other words, if we were just to take the cash flow, 80,000, if we discount it at 12%, we're going to say that the present value is going to be 11,000. 214. This is one way to manage the data. When you see the data, you want to be able to visualize how you want to manage the data. When you see the data and someone else giving you that information, you want to be able to look at it and say, okay, I see what they did. I see how they organized their table and go from there. This type of calculation is going to be the one that has the least amount of calculations to it. So it gets to the bottom line 11214 in the quickest fashion, but it also provides the least amount of detail. And if you're using Excel, it's pretty easy to add a little bit more detail, which most people I would typically prefer. If you're, if you're presenting data to somebody that just wants the bottom line and wants to see as few numbers as possible, then this one might be a good approach. If you're talking to somebody that wants a little bit more detail, possibly see the cash flow and the present value per year, then we might want to take a different approach. Here's another way that we could format the same data. You'll see that we have the years up top, so years 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and then the total. And what we're going to do now is not worry about the fact that there's an annuity. We could say, yeah, there's an annuity in there, but I'd rather just present value each year because that's going to give us a better visual of what is going on. So in other words, the annuity is great to kind of compact the information down. And if you're talking about an annuity kind of situation, you may want to run that calculation for ease, for quickness. However... If you're talking about a capital project, you, you may want to give more detail for it so that you can have more detail for the decision-making process. That usually involves having the uh, payments broken out. And this way, in this format, you can have very complex kind of payments that will be broken out as long as you can group them into the proper year. And then we can basically present value each year fairly easily with the use of Excel. So in this case, we, all we would do is say, all right, here's the cash flows. I'm breaking them out. Just here's our cash flows, 150, 40, 40, 40, 40, and then 70 in year five. And then we would just present value each year. So each year, we're just going to present value. Year zero is going to be 150. And then we're going to run the present value of one calculation. We don't need a calculation here because it is what it is. Years one through five, we're going to use the present value of one. Again, could use a formula to do that. We could use tables to do that. We could use Excel, which I would prefer to do if we had Excel. This will be a, a fairly easy calculation we can do. We can autofill it using the same formatting to copy the formula in a similar way that we can copy over a sum function as well. So to do that, we can get these numbers then we'll, we'll present value again each year. So we're not using an annuity in this case. We're just going to present value each year and then add that up we get our same 11,214. So you might see the data that is going to be formatted this way. This might be a good way to present the data 
because it gives you that bit more detail. It gives you the cash flow per year. Now, we might want even more detail than that. We could break this out in a, in a more detailed type of way. We could say, okay, let's have the years zero through five and the total. And then we're also going to break out the type of information in the, the left-hand side. So we're going to say, hey, this is the investment. It happened in year zero. I'm going to break that out separately. That's the investment in year zero. Here's the total investment. It's a negative number. Here's the cash received in investment. So these are going to be the cash inflows that we got. 40,000, 40,000, 40,000, 40,000. And I'm going to include the 40,000 in year five because of this 70, 40 of it was, was the same 40 as the prior years. 30 of it is salvage value. So then we can break out the salvage value and say that happened in year five. And then we can have our totals. This total column then being the same as basically what we had up here. It's the same thing. We just got the total column. However, this format breaks out the investment cash received salvage before getting to that total, providing us with a little bit more detail. So again, if we want to present this to somebody, we can provide a bit more detail if we break it out in this format. Then we'll present value in the same way we did before. We're going to say present value of the 150 is just the 150 because it's in year zero. The present value of one through five, we're then going to use the present value of one where we can use the formula. We can use the tables. We can use Excel. I would prefer to use Excel. Summing that up, we then get the 11 to 14. This is a nice way to see it because again, you get, this is the initial investment. We get broken out. We can see the cash flows that are not present valued, the total cash flows, and then we can see the present value calculations and we can see them, of course, per year. Another way we might organize this data is in more of a vertical type scenario. And this is what I would tend to prefer. I would tend to put the data in this type of format. So a more vertical format, we would say then we're going to have the years running down on the column and then we're going to have the cash flows right next to it. So this is going to be a, a compact, more summarized type of format, basically just picking up the data, same format as it's shown in our data set years one through five, and then the cash flows for years one through five. Then we can calculate the present value to the right in a column format. So we're going to say, here's the present value of year zero. Once again, the 150,000. And then we'll present value each year. So we're going to present value each year using one of our methods. Either we use the formulas or the tables, or we use Excel. We would prefer to use Excel. And then we can sum them up in this fashion. So this gives us, again, a little bit more detail. We're not breaking out. Uh, the categories, as we'll see next time in more of a vertical fashion, but it's going to give us the cash flows per year and the present value of those cash flows per year. And again, we could copy the present value formula down using an autofill function, copying the formula, which can make this table to create this table fairly easy. We could do this fairly quickly once we're able to visualize what the table should look like. And then lastly, we can add some more detail with this vertical type of format where the years are in the columns. This gets a little bit more tricky because the headers, we're going to have to add more detail in the headers. So we're going to need more space or we're going to need to shorten the headers. But I tend to prefer this kind of vertical format as opposed to us listing out in, in a horizontal or in the columns or in the rows. In other words, here's the same table in terms of the rows where we broke out the detail. We have a little bit more room to enter all the data, enter all the text here, as opposed to us, if we flip these and put the text on top and the numbers to the left, then we have to fix 
the text into a smaller space, which can take a little bit more time, but I think it's an easier way to see it uh, in more of a vertical format. So that's what we'll work on now. The same type of chart, same type of detail, but now just flipping the X and Y axes. So we'll have years uh, one, two, three, four, and five. We're gonna start with the initial investment. So the initial investment up top is in year zero, and then there's the total year zero. Then we're gonna say cash received in investment for years one through five, just like we saw when we saw it in the rows is gonna be the 200,000. And then we're gonna have the salvage, because remember the 70,000 includes salvage value. So it's 40 plus the 30 salvage. So there's the total salvage. And if we total this up, then we're gonna total them across this way, 150, 40, 40, 40, 40. And there's the 70, we end up with our cash flows. Now we're at the same point here that we were when we saw the prior presentation or the prior slide where we just had basically the cash flows. We got a little bit more detail. We can see the cash flows for different categories, investments, the receive of cash, and the salvage. Then we'll practice or then we'll uh, calculate the present value, present value per year. In year zero, it is what it is, the 150. And then we'll use the calculations for years one through five. We can do them three different ways. We can use the formulas. We can use the tables. We can use Excel. I would prefer to use Excel and get down to that 11 uh, to 14. This is typically the way I would generally do it. I think this is the easiest way to see it, although it can be a little bit difficult to see the groupings of the headers up top, as opposed to if you put them in the horizontal where it can be a little bit easier to fit that. Just note, however, that you may see all of these different types of formats, all of these different types of tables within a presentation. And when you see different types of tables, you start to think that there's a whole different data set or this is a different thing, a whole different animal. It's not. These are just different ways for us to group the same information. Once you're able to visualize how this information can be grouped different ways, it's far less confusing to, to deal with and work with.